latest. Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy Lawrence Killerbro, aka L Cleasy, aka LK, in the building. Here again, another episode, Comedy Hustle Podcast, bringing you whatever you want, whatever you want to hear, what I deal with, what I go through. I'm back again, man. How y'all feel? How's everybody? While well, we're still locked down, yes we are, we're still locked down, uh, but you know, it is what it is, you know, I, I've just begun to just accept it, it is what it is, man, um, I've noticed a lot of different things though when I go outside, like people, <laughs> people, people are a lot angry, man, or not angry, they're just like even more attitude, like I went to the market the other day and this lady was in, um, I was getting some lunch meat. And this lady was just standing there with her son. And one of the workers, you know, she was, like, standing in the way. And I heard the guy through the mask. He kept saying, excuse me, excuse me. But I guess she didn't hear him. So he just, you know, went about doing his job. She's like, well, excuse you. Ugh. Six feet. (laughs) She got real upset. Like, he said it. You know, you just couldn't hear it through the mask and shit. Like, people just real jumpy. And I I ain't even front. I feel a little uh, uncomfortable with everybody wearing masks in these stores. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really do. I feel uncomfortable uh, with all these people. I can't see your face. I I don't don't feel comfortable. I really don't. Uh, But I just noticed that, man. People are crossing the street when you walk. uh, Just... It's just everybody's really on, on their P's and Q's about getting close to people. And it's really, really weird. And I just don't know if our things could get back to normal. I don't know. I'm no I'm 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 totally different now, period. You know, I'm just totally different person now when it comes to everything. You know, I was O C D before now, you know, outside of where I'm at, you know, where I know I'm clean at, you know, I'm extremely gonna be O C D, you know, wiping down stuff, not using uh, the stuff that's there, like use my own shit that I know is clean. It's just it's totally different, man. It's just a new way of living that you know we're gonna have to partake of and all that type of shit. But uh, today's episode, man, let's talk about things that you have been trying or doing during this quarantine with all this time that you have. Um, yeah, man, I've been trying to. I told myself I wasn't just gonna waste this time. You know, I have been thinking a lot. I've been uh, thinking of new things to do because this is, like I said, I I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast before. This is the first time that I've been in a position where I cannot work, you know, and I don't have a plan B. Like, I've always looked at it that uh, comedy was, you know, the be all for me, you know, whatever it is. I'm going to make it work with stand-up comedy. And now that I'm not able to even do that, open my eyes to like, damn, I might do need a plan B. I might do need other streams of income. You know, even though I had those things, but those other streams of income were involved in comedy. You know, merchandise, uh, my CDs, you know, just everything was emerged in that genre of what I did for a living and with all this going on it's like what's my plan you know I have to I have to have other streams I have to have other ways of making income for a situation just like this you know when I started comedy 
for one of the reasons that I've never made any big purchases or big commitments to things like buying a house or buying an expensive car or, you know, just big commitments to life, kids, relationship, children, you know, all those things that require like a lifetime of commitment where they always come first. You know, it was because of comedy, you know, because it's an up and down business for someone who's not famous. So for me, you know, like I said, any given time, it, I can go weeks without working. You know, thank God that so far up until this point, I haven't really had to go that long where, you know, my skill of looking for work or creating work has always been on point. And I never really went that long of a period of time without being able to make money doing stand up. This is the first time this has happened. You know, thank God for savings and things like that. But, you know, me looking above the looking ahead of the curve was those reasons that I didn't make those commitments is because if I'm going to be in this comedy business for the long haul until I actually make it, it's going to be times where, you know, I I I can't have a mortgage. I can't have kids because I know for myself the type of person I am, I'm going to put them first. You know, I'm going to make sure that they are eating. So I don't want to do nothing stupid. You know, I put myself in a position where I have to do something stupid because I want my family to eat. I want to be able to pay my mortgage, stuff like that. So I just never really made those kind of commitments. And I've had a lot of backlash from it, you know, being the age I am and not having, you know, a house and, you know, not having a family, all that type of shit. But I love comedy. But things now, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's opened my eyes to see what else I can do. You know, what else is it that... I can add to the catalog of Lawrence Kilbrew. And for that, it's, uh, I'm writing a book. Yeah, I'm writing a book. This is, um, the idea came about, I have to give the, well, I have to give credit to uh, Katrina Pope. She is a comedian from Michigan. She was living in, I met her in Atlanta, and she lives in New York now. But um, over the years, everybody know I have a, a tight relationship with my dad and we always joke a lot and um I always post our text conversations and they're very they're very funny and a lot of people like them and you know they they look forward to them stuff stuff and she just called me out the she had called me years ago and she said I need to find a way to bring this to life you know bring these this this relationship you have with your dad to life the relationship the text messages bring it to life and you know I I wanted to, but I just feel like my dad is more funny in the moment. It's not forced. So I think if I force it on him, it won't be as funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not an actor. He's not a comedian. It's just something that comes natural in our banter back and forth. And I didn't really think it would be natural. So I didn't really want to put him on the camera. I always thought about, you know, substituting him for somebody else, but using those same ideas. I just never really got around to it. Um, But... Lately, and then I was, you know, posting the text messages, and she just hit me up as to say, hey, you need to find a way to monopolize on this. You know, a lot of people love it. They're hilarious. You know, um, publish them, you know. And at first, it was just like publish the text messages and, you know, create a little book of pictures and things like that of your dad and just try to sell that and, you know, see if you can, you know, make some money from that. And then I thought about that. I thought that was kind of dope. But then... You know, I just started writing, you know. I just started writing about me and my dad every day. You know, and every day turned into three, four times a day. And then four or five times a day, I was just writing stories 
about me and my father over the years. And and I looked up and I had about like like 80 different stories about my dad of different situations and things like that and how we felt, how I felt about him and, you know, um, the different, you know, things that we had to deal with. You know, the fact that my dad had a girlfriend the same age as me. Uh, my dad was married before to a young lady who had twins that all his girlfriends came from where he worked at. Like, it was just first time he brought me a pair of Jordans. You know, it was just so many stories that I had. And then it just hit me. It was like, yo, I can, I can turn this into a book. You know, like this is um, a story between a son and his father that most people, you know, don't see. You know, most people don't get to really see that side of a black man and his and his son outside of, you know, what's presented to the world. You know what I mean? And this is like a real one because it, it, it wasn't all good. You know, me and my father have never... Well, we're just starting to be good about two, three years ago. But prior to this, we had a very rocky relationship. You know, I always say to my dad, show me what not to do. You know, you show me all the things that a father shouldn't do. You know, and I just didn't do those things. You know what I mean? So this is a, it's a, it's a, it's a story I want to tell. And that's what I'm trying to add, you know, to my uh, catalog, you know, of other things that I've presented to the world that are like legit, you know, with my comedy albums uh, and this would be added to that. And, you know, I'm very excited about it. Uh, I definitely, it's a long road, I see, you know, to get it done right. You know, from self-publishing to finding someone to publish it for you as editors, as writers. It's just, just a lot, you know. And um, to be honest with you, I really, I don't want to rush it, but I want to get it done soon. Because I want to present it to my dad. This is something that I want to present to him because... I know I know my dad feels some type of way that I always talk about my my mom, my stepmom, and um, my comedy mom. I always talk about them, and I see that sometimes he gets a little jealous that I don't really never never do anything specifically for him. You know, I talk about him, but it's nothing I really dedicate towards him. And this is something that I want to do. I want to be able to present this to him while he's here. You know, why he's here to get. You know, quote unquote, you know, his flowers. Present him, you know, give his flowers while they're here. So um, that's what I'm working tirely lists at at this moment is just to write this um, and just find the right people that can help me. So if anybody knows anybody out there that can help me with writing this book, um, like connect us. You know, I'm looking for any type of help. I reached out to a couple of friends I, I know, but they're just really strictly business with it and. I don't like to intrude on people's businesses, as in, like, they charge a lot, (laughs) and I I don't have a lot, so, you know, and I'm not one to ask someone to bend their prices, because I understand that I'm a comedian, and when somebody reaches out to me, you know, I have my prices of what I charge to do things, so that's why I didn't want to intrude on that, but, um, yeah, I'm looking for help, so if anybody knows anybody that can help me with writing this book, but just give me any information, you know. I think I got the first part out the way, and that's actually starting, you know, starting to write, you know, and go from there. So the writing part I got, you know, I don't know if I have enough, but I'm starting with that. So, yeah, that's my project. That is my quarantine project. Uh, I have other things, too, I'm working on. I, I, well, I launched 
my comedy hustle store. Uh, and I'm working on, you know, just to improve it, to uh, brand it more, uh, and build it, you know. So those two are really my two projects that I've been working on since we've been quarantined. Uh, what are yours? What have you decided to do besides, you know, sit around and eat and watch Netflix all the fucking time? You know what I mean? And I'm not here to judge to tell anybody to do anything extra. You know, if you want to rest, you want, you don't get this much time to really chill out, do that, you know? If you want to do something, do something. This is just me. This is just what I decided to do with my time and try to produce something that was worth reading, you know, worth you know, me getting these feelings out also onto a piece of paper and just, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's therapeutic. I have no idea. But anyway, this is another episode of the Common Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Lawrence Killaboo, a.k.a. L.K., a.k.a. L. Clancy. Uh, please tell somebody to tell somebody to listen to the podcast, subscribe, follow us on social media, uh, spread the word, man. And I'll see y'all next week. I'm out of here. Peace.